Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, Andrew Garfield himself. Alex, how you doing? Flip, flip. Hello, everybody. And across from me, Tom Holland himself. Uh, Garrett, how you doing? <laughs> my parents broke up. And I am Toby McGuire. My name is Marvin. It's Wednesday Comics forecast for the week of the 28th of uh, August. No, nope. back one week, 21st. Uh, we're going to tell you some comics that come out that day. Talk some free talk, and we have a lot of news at the end of the show to go over. Uh, first off, this is Kate. This is a little separate, so mm-hmm. I thought we bring this up separately. Uh, Spider Man not part of the uh, MCU anymore. Uh, Sony and Disney couldn't agree on a new deal, so uh, now uh, the old Spider uh, is back with Sony. That's why we're the three Spider Man in here. That's why I said that. Um, yeah, yeah. You think Kevin? Uh, how do you say his last Kevin name? Fahey. Fahey. Um. It was like, we knew there were, it was never going to last this long. Like, <laughs> he, he comes out just being omnipresent. Like, we couldn't get 50% on this character, so we knew it, was, it wasn't going to happen. It so seemed it, like they were setting him up to be a new part of the Avengers. Yeah, and sort I really thought they Tony. were going to go uh, young Avengers. Yeah, um, or like new Avengers. Right, but... So now it's officially done. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, what are they going to do? They did. They've done press releases. They haven't negotiated a deal. See, the only thing that with, I think Marvel just needs to go. Okay, we'll stick with the five percent. You're already making a shitload of money, but you, do whatever you need to do. It's or not Marvel, it's Disney. Disney wants more money. Yeah. Oh, I see. Disney <laughs> needs to be more than one bazillion dollars. They want. They want equal <laughs> rights that Sony has, but Sony owns the character. So I, I kind of see it like and yes. Disney wants hundred percent of the merchandise. Right. Oh, really? Money. I didn't see that. To be like, fair, I didn't read what yeah. the deal was. Yeah, they want one hundred percent because it's their character. Even though right. Sony's making movies on it, and they own the character in movies, and so. They were like, we want 100% of that. And so he's like, whoa, buddy. Because if you know anything about merchandising, that's where the money comes from. Right. Like it's all the toys, all the shirts and all that stuff. Like, that's where Spider-Man money rolls in. And so to ask for 100%, that's why they were like, whoa, buddy. <laughs> like, what are we yeah. talking about here? Just so you can use them in movies? You want 100%? And that's when you get into the question, like, is Disney... Like, I mean, they're turning into a monopoly pretty quick. I mean, for long, they're going to... I mean, they, they have been for a second. I actually saw... Uh, uh, somebody made a meme of uh, Patrick. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that SpongeBob. I saw that one where, yeah, where he's eating the chocolate yeah. and he's like, his guts like full of chocolate and he has chocolate on his mouth. And this was like, I want to take one of these. You have too many. You know, he's holding uh, Spider Man and it's Disney and they have all the properties, you know, Muppets, Star Wars, Marvel. Star Wars, Marvel. And he's like, now I'm going to starve because of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fans were disheartened by the news that Spider-Man probably won't appear in the MCU because Disney and Sony couldn't reach an amendable deal, thus regulating the character to the only to only the latter movies. Tom Holland, the latest actor to take on the character, appeared at D23 to mo- promote his new film, uh, Pixar film, excuse me, Onward, but kept things vague on stage while speaking about his turn as a web slinger. It's been a crazy week, he said, but I want you to know I am grateful from the bottom of my heart, and I love you 3,000. Uh, later during the expo, I spoke to Entertainment Weekly and offered a few more thoughts. Uh, basically, we made five great movies. It's been five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds? But all I know is I'm going to continue to play Spider-Man and having the time of my life. It's going to be fun. However we choose to do it, the future of Spider-Man will be different, but we will be equally as awesome and amazing. We'll find new ways to make it even cooler. One, I doubt that it will continue to be great. I don't know. I don't know that. Because if you watch Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, Marvel Studios didn't have any touch on that movie, and it was amazing. Hmm. I mean, it was... It's one of the best Spider-Man movies ever. Herm. Which one? 
Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it is. There was yeah. no Marvel Studios touch on that at all. Hmm. And so I feel like... Well, the, the thing with Sony that's yeah. different than uh, Kevin Feige, at least there's like a direction. And with that movie, I feel like they were like, this is a side thing. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with our movies. Whatever, go do whatever you want to do. Like, go make an animated movie. Like, who cares? And then it turned out to be amazing and it made a lot of money. And so now there's eyes on that. And I think maybe that's part of them being like not wanting to give up Spider-Man so much. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, we can do it right if we want to. So, yeah, I really like that movie. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing those people come over to Sony. Because even like the director that was going to do mo- that did the first two Spider-Man John movies. Watts. Uh, who knows if he comes over. Who, he's not on a deal right now. No, and I think believe he was contracted through Marvel because Marvel was in charge of making the movies, and Tom Holland was contracted from Sony. So, it might, if they've got to pick anybody, they'll in, uh, into the Spider Verse. Well, the one thing we know is going to happen is the cameo in Venom too. With I think they already said they want to involve him with Venom and all that. So. Yeah. So it's Morbius unfortunate. Is on movie, so maybe he'll show up in that. Whatever. But it's unfortunate, but it's better that we get more Tom Holland Spider-Man than them recasting the character doing another saga again. Like, you can't... I mean, I still think they can make great movies without using the Marvel properties. I just, I'm just, i just curious to see how that next movie would be to set up, like... Because, like, but what if some of the characters... That but that's the only yeah. thing is that you're, you are... so many things they can't talk about. So you're already redoing the Spider-Man-verse for the fact that he can't talk about, you know, the whole buildup of Iron Man. You can't talk about all the things he's done. You can't use Vulture. You can't use... Well, yes, they can because Sony owns those characters, but it's only things like Iron Man, which they don't own. S.H.I.E.L.D. they don't own. Avengers, they don't own. They can talk about Vulture. They can use use Mysterio. So So maybe they'll do the Sinister Six they've been setting up in those movies. They'll just be more vague about who they're talking about. He just can't mention mention Tony or anything like that. Or like Happy or Mm -hmm. Swamp Maze. Or Nick Fury, the person he was with in the last movie. Yeah. They're just... They still, I think they do need to go back. They need to do whatever they need to do to keep them in the MCU just for the fact that they're not going to, though. Well, it's over. I don't see my only thing is I never went to see Venom. I don't think I cared enough to go see Venom 2. I've I've heard some people thought it was okay, but that the villain sucked. Well, you got to see it now. It's part of that universe. Mm, I don't, you know, I like Square Man, but I don't want (laughs) to see Cinematic Universe. I don't know. I don't need to go out of my way to go see a movie that well, I don't think is going to be as good. I remember as they wanted to bring Craven the Hunter into Black Panther 2, so I guess that's out of the deal, too. So, Alex. Well, <laughs> you can get a different hunter <laughs> and call him Cravon. Raven the Tiger Hunter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Powers of X, uh, number three of six. That is Jonathan Hickman and uh, Pepe Silva, right? No, SP Silva. One of the two. Um, let's see. Where's that title page at? Here it is. R.B. Silva. Excuse me. Um, here we go. Issue starts out. We see that the robots, uh, they take humans and uh, shoot them in the eye with this thing and turn into <laughs> robots, I guess. Yeah, like, like, sort like of a like, cyborg kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so they've been in charge of, in the city, uh, it's been robots and humans, but humans underneath, like slaves of robots, basically. And uh, from the last powers... Uh, where we learned that Magneto and his crew were going to come on a suicide mission to the city. Uh, that's kind of where it starts. Uh, they show up, and we uh, see a little chart here. Surviving soul mutants. Apocalypse up top. 
Below him, War is Wolverine. Death is Zorn. Pestilence is North. And Famine is Croatia Cypher. Um, hey, we learned that one guy, though, the tree-looking guy, yeah. is a Krakoa. Like, he has the portals that can transport people via the flower. Yep. So it's he's just, like sentient. So he's a, tr- I mean, he's he's not a Groot. He is just a part of that. The planet? The right. planet they're yeah. on. Oh, the Astro. Is it Astro? Homemade mutant. It's a planet. One of the two. Um, and then we have Mother is uh, Akawa and Rasputin, Cardinal, Percival, and Silobel. Silobel? Silobel. Um, she did. R.I.P. Or uh, all uh, her children. So No, we haven't met Acroba, have no. we? No, I haven't seen her. Okay. Or at least I don't. I don't if know I have, I have, I have, they haven't made a big point of pointing her out. But uh, we get a little Nimrod again mm-hmm. doing his little uh, minority report thing going on. The only thing that, uh, which doesn't seem very Hickman to me, is that like his villain's called Nimrod. Like... Well, I mean, Nimrod's been name. around forever. Yeah. Oh, really? He's, 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 he's an established character. Oh, he yeah. is. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Jack is a toy in Nimrod. Really? Yeah. And he asked me who the other day. He was like, "Who's this?" And I was like, "So, what is he known for pre- prior to this?" Is he part of the Sentinels? Next, yeah, yeah. He's like an X Men guy. Oh, he is a Sentinel. Yeah. Uh, he's so, the next, uh, he's the next, AI, next generation, like Ultron of, version of Sentinel kind of thing. Uh, kind of, yeah. Jack uh, brought him up to me. and He's like, "Who's this?" And he's purple, uh, the toy that Jack has. And I was like, "Oh, that's Nimrod." And he goes, "Huh?" And I go. Jack loves Hulk. Mm. So I just go, it's Purple Hulk. He goes, oh, okay. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway. So does that make you feel better that this character isn't established? Yeah, it does. Because I was like, I'm sure Hickman has a better name than Nimrod for his biggest villain. No, he's an established character. Nimrod is uh, doing his thing in the, who's the lady with him? Uh, She she looked like Nebula. Red-faced Nebula. I can't think of what her name is. It's the only issue I have with this, not issue, only thing with this book, there's a lot of names that if you don't know who they are already. That's kind of why I miss uh, Hickman's uh, title pages where he has the characters in it. Who's going to be in this issue? But maybe that'll come with the actual monthly books. I would think in X-Men it would be one of those things where you would go, hey, here's who's starring this issue. And I saw in November for the solicits they're going to do, he's writing the New Mutant series and the X-Men series. So it's going to be very much like Avengers and New Avengers. I didn't know he was doing New Mutants. I knew he was doing X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see where. Isn't that Diodato on that one? I one of those two. I think okay. I don't see uh, where he inner calls her a name. So I'm not sure. Well, she goes because uh, crazy robot bitch. Those mutants are attacking Trump. the humans, and they're like, "Why would they do that? They've always been about trying to make the humans work with them." And then Nimrod uh, goes, "Well, maybe they decided finding that they can't work with them anymore, so they want to kill them." And she's like, "This doesn't feel right. I'm going to go check it out." So she goes there. Meanwhile, it's a distraction, baby. Wolverine. Uh, who else we got? Wolverine. Apocalypse. Apocalypse and uh, Croatia uh, show up and are going to steal something. They don't know what it is. Nimrod's like, dude, this is, there's just fucking old files in here. What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, so there's a battle, which I think actually uh, was pretty cool. Well, yeah, he blows up Wolverine. And like, it's is nice that, to see Wolverine in the future where his healing factor works. Is it the battle? The, which one are you talking about? The Rasputin Cardinal battle? Uh, I'm talking about the Nimrod, okay, when Wolverine, he shows up. and then Apocalypse okay. battle eventually. Uh, the other one's okay. Uh, I do like when uh, Zorn, she's like, if I pull up his mask, uh, Black Hole will show up, uh, a singularity is underneath here, and she's like, you wouldn't do that, and then she does it. Because the whole plan is, it's supposed to be a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. So they go down there and get the little uh, crystal that has uh, information, and they're going to give it to... Isn't it, isn't it the, the time that it shows when Nimrod was created? 
Yeah, it's his creation file. Okay. They uh, give it to Moira. Moira, and it's the ninth one. So that way she can die and come back with that information. So, and that's where House of X is, where we see her with all this knowledge. She knows all of it because of this. Yeah. Which that scene was awesome. I mean, Moira is basically just this husk in Krakoa. Well, she's in stasis. She, I know, but, but how did she get there? She got attacked. No, she, if you read the timeline, yeah. yeah, she gets put into a coma. Okay, and basically she's on life support. And so the only way they can get this thing in order is like that chest piece. It absorbs this, these crystals. And then she wakes up. And then Wolverine's like, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry about this. And then kills her. She's like, you got to do what you got to do. Right. <laughs> and so this is um, so that the X-Men can have a better future. In year 107, Black Brain Hound assassination attempt on Apocalypse. Moira is injured in place in stasis. Because right. I, I was reading the, the timelines to see what was going on. And then you don't see timeline 10 continue on, which just makes sense. They're not going to sh- well, spoil it. House it. of X. Well, and they're, but they're not going to spoil it for you to go, oh, okay, this all this right, shit happens. Right. Still no uh, six? Yeah. <clears throat> Don't know. I really enjoyed this issue a lot. Yeah, it's cool. And I like that it tied into the last issue of Powers mm-hmm. of X. That's like with Moira. Um, so that was pretty sweet. This, this build up, the further we get in, the more interesting this book becomes, the more um, all these tiny things are paying off. Well, that's what I told you. It's like, it seems confusing if you go back to that first issue of Powers, but eventually. That's how he works. It's like he unravels it and be like, oh, that's the thing. Like now I understand why I got to know her powers because then this scene makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now I know that she gets information, she'll die and come back. And that's how she has information in House of X. And you're right. Having a Wolverine mm-hmm. who can heal is amazing. Right. So when Apocalypse shows up to do that fight between all the Nimrods and Wolverine goes, I'll stay. And Apocalypse is like, if you could see what you look like, <laughs> you would want to leave. Apocalypse <laughs> and Nimrod fighting was pretty cool. I think. Yeah. That was sweet. That was a good fight. Because you know they both are powerful and, uh, Nimrod is the number one mostly machine. taking him out. Yeah, yeah. But he had to have three of Nimrods just to yeah, fight that's him. That's true. But uh, so when Wolverine gets hit by the uh, blast, his arm is like a uh, muscle. He, he pulls the skin off, but his head it blows off everything. You can see the antimantium skull. Yep. He has antimantium skull, mm-hmm. right? It's over his bones, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just curious. Which is weird. I thought about this a couple days ago in Origins when he gets shot in the head. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, it never would have that bullet never would have gone through. No, even if it was made of adamantium, it still wouldn't have gone through. I think adamantium. it was like a concussion shot. And it was oh. an adamantium bullet. They made it. Seem it like, is. He has an adamantium skull, and they said the only way to kill him would be adamantium, but it didn't kill him. It concussed him. But they forgot. See the way I read it. Concussion. But the way I read it is that you don't get amnesia. It scrambles his brain. If you get a bad enough concussion, you do. Not for everything. If your life. I always assumed that if you get a concussion, there's a possibility you could have memory loss. I always. What about ambrosia? What do you get that when you get a concussion? I don't know what ambrosia. That's 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 a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a dessert. (laughs) Anyway, I always assumed (laughs) when um, he got hit, you know, when he got all this shit done to him, that he just his brain was like, okay, I can't handle this. Let's forget it. Traumatic. Hey, remember that logic? Because when you see some of these Sony Spider-Man movies, you might need that logic. I know. Well, when I go to <laughs> rot my brain... Holy fuck. You think we'll get that rhino back? Oh, they're going to bring mm-hmm. back... Hello, little kids. I don't shoot the kids, but I shoot the cops behind you. Yeah. This was, I like, actually really did enjoy this issue. Uh, it makes me excited to see what happens in the House of X. It's a 10 for me, I, but I'm, I'll tell you once again. I don't... It's been a ro- uh, rocket blast from issue one. This me. has been the strongest powers for me. Yeah. 
I'm going to give it a nine. I think, I think things are finally coming to a head where it's like, okay, I really enjoyed it. I actually agree this is a 10. I really loved it. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. I really loved it. Um, I'm just, I mean, I left it being like, oh, that was so cool, but not like my mind wasn't blown up. We got two houses in a row next, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to 101, 101. So we get the current storyline. Yeah, for two of them, we'll see where this information leads us. Why do they want Juan Nibrata was created? Probably because they're going to go and stop him because he's a big part of why the machines win. So, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, give me a second. My thing's catching. Alex, up. what else did we get? <clears throat> Fair lady number. Fuck you. That's not the right thing I wanted. I went to Essence, I think, and that's not the book I was. Excellence. Gonna... Is it Excellence? Not Essence. Sorry. I don't remember who wrote uh, Fair it's Lady. Simon Berger, and I can't remember the artist. Give me a second. Keep. Talking about stuff. New piece of well, I had it, and then I went to some piece of shit book called Excellence. Anyways, Fair Lady number five by Simon Berger, an artist who is undisclosed at this moment. Um, sadly, the last issue for now. Um, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Fair Fair Lady number five. Brian Schwimmer and Claudia Balboni and Jeremy Saliba did the cover. Um. This creative team, this book has been incredible. Um, it's been many mysteries um, with this one character and her buddy Owanu, and they ride polar bears instead of horses. Uh, it's a post fantastical war era. Um, in this issue, there is a case from issue one where she apprehended a criminal um, and put her in this part of the Feld, which is the giant celestial body that there basically is like a city um and he she left her in this location in the feld called the village um and this character samanda uh, samanda left well didn't really leave the village but they were led to believe that she had been kidnapped or she escaped and so they needed to go get her because this whole the village people had been killed there's a fair man who had been killed uh, wasn't a constable supposedly yep. attacked? Yep. And so, yeah, this place is led by giant ass constables that look like skulls. Um, it's like medieval almost like knights. Dementors. Yeah, I was almost thinking of like dementors. Because um, they didn't seem to be of this world. Because they, no. they even say, uh, we are only here to do this job. Mm-hmm. This is what we look like. And so there's basically a bookie that's getting two fair uh, fairman and jennifer together i can't remember his name rory or something uh roy or something like that yeah roma i don't remember anyways some dude the green hair um they were partnering on this and there was animosity between the two because he doesn't believe there should be fair ladies he thinks there should only be fair men um, sexist pig yeah sexist pig thinks that she can't do a good job doesn't think she's a good detective none of that um, and then their relationship builds like Beauty and the Beast style over this issue. Um, coming Stockholm to find <laughs> out that uh, there's a beast in the village, and the beast is the fair man. Um, it, it's like a, it's gross actually. It reminds me of Immortal Hulk with the abomination husk. Kind of, yeah. Kind of absorbing the person. And so it absorbed him so much that he looks like a werewolf without a face or hair. I said, this the, he looked like. He looked like a ghoul almost. Like he just mm-hmm. he doesn't look he he stands on two legs, but he's got big giant claws. He's got big giant feet with claws in it. He has no face, or if it is a face, it's like a vortex of a mouth. 
Uh, and he, run, he takes a run. He runs, 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 runs. Well, I think the ploy was if we... So he stabs Jennifer um, in the gut or the side. Uh, I think his plan was, hey, if we frame her... Not frame her. If we... Um, can discredit her, maybe? Yeah, discredit her. Um, well, I think the whole plan is the fair man wants to take Samanda and run away because they're in love with each other. Yeah. And so the whole plan was to um, do that, but Jennifer was too nosy. And so the plan was to get her to that cliff and then kill her, like throw her off the edge. Well, what happens is the fair man gets thrown over and he dies. Over the cliff, remember, they're holding on and he's yeah, like, but please Samanda, save me. Samanda attacks him. Because he stabbed her. he So the bad guy, Ramona, yeah. stabs Jenner. Right. And then Samantha's like, no, don't do that. And he, she tackles him off the cliff. Right. And then Jenna or Jennifer. But Jenner's holding on to him. Yeah. And then the, they lose. And then he grip. pulls a black widow. And it's like, uh, that guy wasn't a constable. See ya. Oh, my God. Right. Two dead. She got the soul storm. Right. And then... Uh, Jenner's laying there waiting for Oanu because she knows, like, she left without him in the beginning of the issue. So he's mad because he wants to go with her because they're a team. And he goes, you know, I'm not going to leave without you. Next page, left without him. Take it off. Um, He'll get over it. So what's great about this book is how they do the panels, the layouts. There's all kinds of cool references. Um, This one they did comics on the, kind of like Killer Be Killed, where they had comic panels on the outsides, but on the inside it was narration. Yep. Uh, That was a cool technique. Um, The art style is really good in this book. There's just so many new and fun concepts about this entire universe, this story, um, and it being just a good mystery book. Each issue is a mystery. Well, it's, it was fun. The fa- and I, I actually binge read one through five, and I like the this place takes place in a in a celestial body. It's one big um, city, only ten thousand people, but that's a lot of people in one mm-hmm. one place. And each hand is a different faction or a different you know, I don't know what you want to call it, suburb of the big torso area. My only complaint I had is the constable chief. Every time, every issue. They make the same stupid joke of, I don't work for you, or we don't work with you, or we don't, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I got it the first issue. Mm-hmm. You don't need to keep reminding me. I know you're reminding Jenner, who keeps thinking she works for you guys, and you don't. Right. But it got old, and then he finally needs a favor from her, and she goes, oh, you've been telling me all this time. I don't work for you. Well, you're going to help me anyway. Right. Yeah, so that there, was a little weird. So there, there were, this book actually was really, really good. Uh, this issue was was strong. It was not necessarily the strongest, but it, all five were fun. And sadly, uh, via Twitter, not via this book, this is the last issue. Um, but there was no mention of that in the letters column. Usually, but I feel like this book was printed before that yep. news came out. Um, but we'll see. They said September, but I'm thinking, or not September, January. Yep. Did they say in the letters? Is that's what it said in the in the letter column? I thought you told me that September was supposed to come back at issue six, but I'm guessing until we hear differently, this book has been delayed and and canceled for the most part. And Simon Bircher did say on Twitter like he he'll be able to bring it back at a later date. I don't know through Image or through another company, but he does have plans to return to that universe. Um, I would give this issue a nine, and I would give this series a ten. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, I've never. I'm just throwing the series out there since this might be the last issue we talked about for years on end. But um, it was just a fun, cool idea. 
And, you know, it's really hard to get mystery books nowadays that are, you get a full mystery each issue. So I think much like A&E's The Glades, which had four seasons and then got canceled at a cliffhanger. That's what this was, where mm-hmm. I can love the book and then be so pissed that I don't even get any kind of wrap up. Right. Um, I would give the whole series maybe an eight. This issue, I'd probably give a nine. It was a solid, solid book. Um, there were things that I would, I would have just changed aesthetically for me where you didn't keep reminding me. It seemed like a crutch when you had to remind the reader the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But the book looked great. was actually a lot of fun. These characters are not necessarily relatable, but you get attached to them. When she gets stabbed in the side, I'm like, oh, man, she's going to die. And then she's literally laying on the ground bleeding out. And you're like, well, I know Anu is going to be here shortly with the rest of the, the crew and the constables and stuff. I should be okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So I don't know. I want this book to come back just because I, I do want at least two issues, three issues to wrap it up. If you're going to be done, let it be done. That's fine. Well, I think he didn't get a choice. No, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, the one thing with Image, though, is that isn't he the one who kind of decides whether or not he can keep making the book? No. I mean, they still yeah, have to make he money. He financially can't do it, that's why. Okay. So I'm saying, I mean, make enough money. I mean, you, if you can produce it yourself, you'll put it out. So right. he's not making enough money because he isn't making money to make the book. It's right. not because Image won't let him do it. It's just... Right. So, um, makes me sad. Right. Well, if you want to hear something else that's solid, meaning solid piece of shit, we got Superman Year One, oh. number two, written by Frank Miller with art by John Romita Jr. Not what I was expecting. You know, I, do the other one. I realized John Romita um, likes to do is he likes to make the characters get buzzed hair because I don't know if he knows how to draw hair. <laughs> Could be it. <laughs> like, and he likes doing the mohawk that's like buzzed. There was a guy here with Buzz Mohawk, and it was green. It looked like grass. I'm pretty mm. sure that's like he was like a grass filter or something like that. So, you know, that's when you go outside and you look at grass and you go, okay, hair is close to this. Or you know, look, you use a mirror and look at your own hair going, oh, okay. Hair has some texture to it. It's not just three lines that spike up. You know what? The first issue was bad, but I had fun with it. This issue was bad. Because it was just And bad. I felt bored, bored a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a nice sequence when... The Navy SEALs, a.k.a. the boot uh, cap, uh, the boot, uh, what do you call them? Boot camp boot kids. Boot camp kids. Uh, hey, you're not ready for this, but you're close as we got. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were close you're to on a, a mission base. to infiltrate. Because they do boot camp, it's not just like a, some random base, right? Right. If they're on a base. Yeah. Why not send all the captains and shit if you're going to send somebody? Anyway, Someone's got to stay alive to teach those new kids they coming all go, in after you're dead. They dress up like Navy SEALs, all black. They go in a little ship up to the thing, and they do the thing, and they go in the water, and they get on the on the uh, ship. And we had learned prior that Clark Kent, his father, told them, "Hey, don't show people what you can do. Just do enough. Don't put your don't be don't stand out." Don't well, show he's off, like, yeah. "Fuck that," <laughs> which you know that's all Superman, right? <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, that. John. And so, <laughs> Fuck you, Pop. He's like, he's the he's your farm was shitty. <laughs> like when they were doing all they were doing their uh, it's not a race; they're doing their run. And he's like the pace setter. He's the guy in the front mm-hmm. with the flag. He's going like fast, and they're all like fucking dying. And I'm just like, Fuck. yeah. So it goes. It just goes back to that first issue where oh, you feel so bad for Clark Kent. He's the most popular kid in school, and, and this he's one they picked like, on. This one they're making him like the top guy, and like he does a shooting range, and he shoots bullseye every single time. They're like, holy fuck, this guy can be a sniper. <laughs> and then later, 
like every single thing that he could do well, they're always like, this guy's a fucking scout. He could see far. Yeah. And then when he sneaks back after, uh, he goes and sees some uh, mermaids, which, by the way, was the fucking out of left field thing out of yeah, this whole he thing. Could, he literally could see mermaids in the distance, which literally looked like 500, 600 yards away. And the yeah. captain comes on. And he's like, ah, the mermaids. <laughs> They're running on the beach and, and Clark gets distracted. That dude could be a scout. He's like, ah, the mermaids, huh? Yeah. He's like, yeah, men get distracted by that. They fall, they could fall overboard and you never see them again. He goes, uh, I know a little bit about them, though. Wait. So no, there, now that is one enticing question. Mermaids and sirens are two different things. They call them both things in this book. So that, okay, that's irritating. Yeah. Because they do the siren songs. They mm-hmm. sing a song, but they call Clark calls them mermaids over and over again. And then it turned out that they're actually mermaids and there's Poseidon involved also. Of course. Um, we'll get to that in a second, though. Anyways, they're going through the ship. This fucking guy is proven he's the ace out of all of them. So that he gets on board. And then uh, we see these uh, women and children all slaughtered on an oil tanker, as you do. You know, you bring your women and children, your family with you. Um, <laughs> as you're working. And uh, these terrorists... Uh, I had taken over the ship. You know they're terrorists because obviously uh, they're Middle Eastern. They're wearing their little uh, uh, <laughs> turban. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I don't know where because the the base is like in Florida, right, or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, you know how they do. They take over a fucking oil tanker right off the coast of Florida. Say they're, they're they're in the coastal range, aren't they? <laughs> it wasn't even like they were in a different country. It was like off the coast of Florida. And here we go, and it was barely off the coast. It was like right there. Uh, anyways, <laughs> these guys are taking a coffee break. At, once again, as you do as a terrorist, got to get your breaks in. And uh, the guys come up to him and they uh, shoot him in the head. Pop, 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 a lot of blood. First, I was going to say, I was going to complain because I was like, this is a black label book. And when you see the women and children, the blood is kind of purplish. And I was like, oh, you can't go red blood? Well, mm-hmm. is it too violent? But when they kill those terrorists, pow, fucking well, red blood. This is everywhere. also a universe where mermaids are like a known thing. Like, hey, I'm fucking mermaids. And that's what I found confusing, too, is like everything is like normal. But when they see the mermaids, or as they first call them, sirens, uh, Clark's like looks at them. The captain's just like, yeah, you see it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They look um, nice, huh? Go get you some of that. Also, in this, like, in that scene, yeah. uh, there's a linchpin grenade oh, yeah. that the guy pulls and the reason Clark gets honor- he gets honorably discharged from the Navy because he takes his hands, puts them over the linchpin grenade and just holds onto it as it explodes and controls the blast. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. everyone watches him do it. And he's like, oh, it must have been a dud. Yeah. And they're like, the guy's like, right away he goes, oh, he goes I know it's not a dud. That's not how duds work. And Clark it must have been a fucking dud. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so it's, like, Clark, it's like Matt Murdock being blind. <laughs> Clark is the one who says that it must have been a dud. Yeah. Oh, God, That's dude. stupid. And then later on in, in narration, there's a lot of narration in this issue, oh, by geez. the way. Like so much. And like over and over the same fucking thing. I was like, dude, I get it. I know what he's thinking right now. But anyway, towards the end, he was like, it's Captain Sharp. Can't get anything past him. And I was like, Dude, you fucking blew up the grenade in front of me. <laughs> like, he, I'm going to be suspicious too. It's <laughs> not like you have to be smart to be like, how the fuck did this? <laughs> and like, he's always number one in everything. And then yeah. he does that shit. Like, you know, like you, he's acting like he's been incognito. And then this guy's like, he's still on my fucking case though. <laughs> Dude, you've been number one in everything. And you blew up the grenade with your hands. I think the one thing is that I listen. So I've, I read the first issue. I haven't I haven't read the second issue of this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing is I think I'd like to see when this is finished that Grant Morrison then decides to redo this book with Frank Whiteley. <laughs> and they do uh, All-Star Superman number three or two or whatever one of this would end up being. Oh. And show the story how it actually should have been. 
Well, because this sounds ridiculous. And we're okay, so we're at the halfway point now. He gets honorably discharged. This is only the halfway yeah, point. Yeah, That's half the issues about the military thing. And then the captain. This is the scene we described to Alex before. Uh, the captain is basically walking <laughs> Clark out of the base, and Clark hops about three fences. Once he, again, what's you do? It's yeah. a secure base, but let the fucking guy just yeah. go in the parking lot. There's away. wooden fences. Yeah, there's it looks like fences. a backyard. <laughs> and he tells him, he goes, "Hey." can't be in the military obviously because we discharge your ass but don't stop being a hero and it's like because he fucking blew up the grenade thing I yeah because he protect you guys you from can't save lives death. by doing that with your powers and he goes all right and then they just walks he goes hey and in the narration there's a lot of narration and it's not just from clark also now you hear the narration of the captain and he's like I didn't have the heart to tell him he's going the wrong way. <laughs> so but he hops like three fences, and then say, the captain goes to the nearest fence that he's at and looks, and he's like, ah, he's going to those mermaids. <laughs> it's like, you can't see. He just hopped three fences. <laughs> and it's like two panels later, so you're like, that dude fucking booked it, because it looks far away, that fence. You're like, this guy fucking booked it over there to be like, Hey, there he goes. <laughs> and no not shit, only that, Clark looks back as he's walking in the water like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because earlier he's like, earlier he's like, uh, when he's explaining it to Clark about the mermaids, where he calls them sirens. The first time they, they meet, they say sirens a lot. But then Clark goes down there and he says mermaids. And then when they come back, all of a sudden, now they both know that they're mermaids. I don't know, whatever. It's like it's like Frank was writing this and he forgot, the fuck are these things again? Oh, mermaids. And oh. he just changed it. Um uh, when he's before he lets him like go, what well, he's telling him about the mermaids, he goes, "Yeah, they make uh, men forget that the ladies they have back home, and they, uh, you know, they fall in love." And you, later on, he goes, "Tell the girls I said hi when he's leaving to the thing." <laughs> and I was like, "So you kind of be like, oh, he's been down there too." I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> he's basically being like, "Hey, tell him I say hi." That one time went down there, and we and later yeah, you do see Clark he goes in the water brings all your clothes you know as you do once again and your full bags get them all fucking wet <laughs> like and you're gonna need clothes underwater for some fucking reason like bring all your shit down there and he's wearing a ball cap which by the way actually I didn't mention this earlier there's a drill sergeant yelling at Clark with a backwards ball cap because you can do that in the military, I guess. Um, Wait, who's, I, wearing, who's wearing the backwards clap, the cap? The is, drill sergeant. The drill sergeant yeah. is wearing the back. Oh, I thought it was Clark who was being no, the No, it's the drill sergeant. The same and I was like, there's going. no way that a drill sergeant wears a backwards ball cap. Like, it seemed like, seemed like Frank was like, I got to figure out how, how do you make this guy a badass? Oh, backwards cap. All right. <laughs> That's when you just put the obvious tattoo that says, I'm a badass. <laughs> and so Clark's in the water going down to uh, visit uh, Lori. Lori, right? Lori Lamis. Yeah. As, you know, mermaids are called Lori. Of course. Um, going to go visit Lori. Couldn't use Ariel, I suppose. Let's take it. <laughs> no, Lori, you know. Uh, you know, Poseidon? Lori. Uh, yeah. <laughs> going down there. And uh, he's wearing a ball cap. And, like, there's one... I don't. What's the point of this fucking panel? I don't understand. He's swimming, and you just see him take out the ball cap and put it into his backpack. <laughs> oh, that's why. Because then you see the uh, costume, and he he dresses in the Superman costume. Oh, wait a sec. First, he fucks oh, yeah. the mermaid. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. You, no, you're right. So the whole point is him putting the ball cap in the. And I just thought I was like, the fuck would you open your backpack? That shit's still at least possibly not wet, and now it's wet <laughs> just because you put your ball cap away. <laughs> Whatever. So he meets you, Lori, and he's like, she's like, you came back. You've been gone for so long, which first off, it seems like a day's past. Yeah. <laughs> Not forever. So he already went down to see the girls once. Oh, sorry. Yeah. When he w- when they when did that ship mission, the they 
Did, yeah, uh, yeah. They did a swim by the afterwards because said. the guy snores. The guy in the the guys in the uh, barracks snored too loud, so he never slept. Okay. Clark hasn't slept for like fucking weeks. Well, that's fine. He doesn't need to sleep. <laughs> and so he goes out there and he goes, "Let's go check out those ladies." And he goes, "That's when he comes back and the guy's like." This guy could be a spy. He's coming back so quietly. But it's like, no, because you saw him come back. So how could he be a spy? You obviously <laughs> just fucking saw him. It's not like you're like, you're just out there getting your morning coffee and he's walking back. You're like, well, oh, okay, this guy could be a spy. Yeah. <laughs> fucks the mermaid. Yeah. Um, they say that they have sex. Yeah. Like they say that the ocean bed shakes. Right. And they had a nice long sleep. Like that's when Clark finally gets to sleep. He fucks her so the ocean... <laughs> Pray, uh, like I'm sure tsunamis were fucking happening. <laughs> That's why how the Mariana Trench was created. <laughs> <laughs> and they fucked in some like clam or something like that, like mm-hmm. some sort of like weird like bed that was supposed to be some sort of ocean thing. I don't know what it was. Um, what are those things? Membranes, like a sea membrane. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like that. Mm-hmm. Like he, that's her bed. Uh, so, anyways, the ocean quakes. <laughs> And now he needs to meet Lori's dad. Yeah, she's like, which you is should meet my family. You should meet my father, which is like, oh, slow up. This is a second date, baby. <laughs> we just fucking in the, the ocean floor shook, and now I got to meet your parents now? I mean, I am Superman, so maybe I okay. But he's like, okay. And he goes, I got just some of my uh, finest clothes. So he wears the Superman suit that you've never yeah. fucking seen the whole series. So any other Superman book in, of any kind, when he first gets that suit, it's like a moment of like... Like responsibility, honor, yeah. you know, putting on this he thing. Wears he's just like, like, I'll put my, my best dress on. <laughs> he just fucking like, puts on the Superman suit. Like, <laughs> he puts on the Superman suit, yeah, in the past to be like, I am Superman now. This is a responsibility. And this one, he's like, I fucked a girl. Got to see her dad now. Yeah. What I got in here? Oh, fuck, I'll wear this. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> puts it on. He, you just see him walking towards it. Uh, which he doesn't have the trunks. He has like almost kind of like boxer briefs mm-hmm. uh, instead. Which I stared at for a while longer than I should have, just because I was like, usually aren't they briefs? But now they're boxer briefs in this this scenario. Okay. And so he goes there, besides like, who wants to fuck my daughter and marry her? And he's like, well, we were here. And he's like, nobody can do that. I'm, because I'm going to do it. Only me. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, when he shows up to, he's like, Atlantis, baby. And I was like, dude, you're fucking from Krypton. You're a fucking alien. Who gets, like, why is he so, like, amazed by there's another, oh, there's another land down here. So awestruck. Anyways, yeah. Poseidon's like, hey, only I fuck this girl. <laughs> I mean, I know I got, like, there's, like, he's like, I got all these daughters here. But I'm going to fuck Lori. So uh, he goes, you got to fight this, the Kraken. And so he fights the Kraken. And uh, the uh, Kraken eats him. And he comes back, and they're like, oh, fuck. And then the Kraken throws up, because uh, he throws up uh, Clark. And then Poseidon's like, it's not all. And he fucking just throws, like, a rock on him. <laughs> the Kraken couldn't kill him, but a rock's going to kill him. Like, I don't understand that. And then Clark just comes out of it. He, like, busts out of it right away. And it's like, no shit. He just fucking, the Kraken tried to kill him, and he got out of it. There was also a quote where all the people were like, how did you do that? Why would you do that? To like for save us, and he's like, I've already experienced one plan in exploding, so I didn't want that to happen here. And it's like, you were a fucking baby. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> fucking couldn't save them, baby. I'm gonna, but I can ha- let it happen to my watch again. It's like, dude, you were fucking in a blanket. Yeah. Like they sent you your ass off. Like you were like two days old. And Poseidon, because Superman, quotation mark, beat the Krakens like. Guess you fucking won. I'm, I'll see <laughs> yeah, you later. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not even, it's not even like Poseidon's like, you got to fight me now. He's like, all right, fuck. And he starts walking off. He goes, I'll be back, though. I'm going to fuck my daughter. <laughs> it's going to happen. 
and then, uh, that's how the issue ends. So I guess Superman it's becomes the king of Atlantis. Yeah, he's the king of Atlantis now. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's the king of Atlantis. <laughs> I didn't really. Oh, what does he say? What does he say? Like uh, Poseidon, uh, king of the seven seas, or something like that. And so he goes, Clark Kent, King of the Seven Seas. That sounds okay. pretty good. I like the ring of that. I like so the ring of that. This is, this is literally Superman Year One. I don't know what the fuck one. this book's yeah. about. Oh, dude. It's Superman Year One, which first off, it's more than a year. But also, it's like, how does this make him Superman? He's fucking mermaids. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, killing... Uh, uh, this is 100% a satire. There's no way Frank... Yeah, I, was gonna I mean, say. first issue, I thought, okay, maybe Frank Miller like is actually given a chance for Superman. This is like, nope, he fucking Yeah, I feel like still. he's right this being like, this is so fucking hilarious. I'm going to have a fucking mermaid in this issue, guys. <laughs> I think what blows my mind is Black Label. Usually it means it's violent or they're swearing. This is literally Black Label because it's such a piece of shit. So we can well, there's get... blood in it. So we get editors on Black Label when there's battling, but when you have the worst Superman story of all time, there's not an editor like hey maybe we shouldn't do this like this isn't good is this is this worse than grounded i would rather read grounded than this okay just because this is so like grounded had a story that made sense these things are funny boring these things are funny but like when they show like a montage of him being good it's like yeah like it's so boring because i know superman can do all that shit that's not. So there's nothing. That's not new. the struggle for Super. Yeah, there's the no struggle, struggle for Super with him. It, with him is he wants to assimilate into like society. That's the thing. And this one, he's just like. Fuck that's it, the thing. Cool. Like, this whole series, it's supposed to be like whatever life brings me. Whatever. Yeah. Part of why he be, wants to become Superman and protect these people because he's amazed on how they have tenacity and like don't want to give up and he wants to be part of them and he has he's a a person of two worlds in that aspect because he's like I appreciate like these guys. But these two issues, he's not struggling with anything. No. He's just like, fuck, I'm good at everything. Yeah, he's like, oh, you want me to do 100 push-ups? How about 1,000? How about 2,000? That's the thing, too. How about 3,000? When he's doing all that stuff, when he's like the leader of the the run, and they're all like dying, there's another one that they all hold up a log, and he's just sitting there being like, all right. And then you can see them all dying. His narration is like, man, they don't give up. They're all almost dead. Like, oh, they're dying. I can hear their heart rates. They're really up a lot. But uh, they don't give up. It's like, no shit, because you're still doing it. Like, you're the one setting the pace for this. If you all went down, then it'd be over. But you're up there being like, eh, this is easy, guys. And so they have to keep doing it because you're fucking like in that one race or that one run. He's the the pacemaker and the leader. And he's like going really fast. And they're trying to keep up with him. That's why they're dying. It's like, no, dude, like be the back of the pack like and, and like just sit back to being like running and like let them lead. And uh, <laughs> like be human, but no, right. he wants to like show off. I don't, I don't understand. DC has got to cut ties to Frank Miller. He is just it does seem bad like shit crazy. So uh, Frank Miller's old, <clears throat> old uh, idea of Superman. The reason why he doesn't he doesn't like him is that uh, he said that he's too perfect, and that he thinks that there's no nothing interesting about Superman because he's always the best of the best. Well, no shit. If you make him like that, well, so like, that's right now he's, thing he's is. the best, of the best. But he is the world's most interesting. So why man? choose to write three Super issues of a person that you're like, I don't like him because he's too perfect and it makes it boring, and then you write that story? <laughs> like I don't understand. And like the next, the cover, of the next issue is him like in the like in front of the Daily Planet ball and stuff. And I'm like, how the fuck do you get from King of Atlantis <laughs> to the Daily Planet? <laughs> he I'm really intrigued. Why can I remember? How did he get to the Navy? Did he oh, he signed up. Oh, he, he signed, signed up, up for it. Okay. They told Lana, "Hey, I'll see you later. Yeah. I love you." And yeah, then she's three months away. She like holds up that paper. Like, she I'll miss you. He doesn't mention her at all. He, once he gets to that navy place, and he sees the mermaids. He's like, "I'm gonna go fuck those guys." <laughs> They're next. And it's like, what happened to Lana? <laughs> Bad. Two out of ten. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's. I don't, I don't like. I don't like the art. Mm-hmm. It's boring. 
and it's kind of funny when you when you talk about it afterwards. But it's during like, it, it's like reading. Mad I don't Magazine. get any joy while reading it. <clears throat> I get joy afterwards talking about it. So Honestly, I my my question is, Garrett. I know you're gonna just finish it out. You got one issue left. God, I'm really. I mean, yes, because it, the fact that it's gonna actually involve characters in Superman's mythos. But I know it's going to be kind of a waste. But you know, know, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish it. Here, here's the thing. It's, <clears throat> I just watched a, a Clint Eastwood movie called The Meal. Uh-oh. Was it good? Yeah, it was okay. Uh, but I watched his prior movie called 1517 to Paris, uh, which is probably the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. I watched it twice. Um, <laughs> well, that's the one with the terrorists on the train, right? Yeah. And they used like, the real people who were involved in that thing. So they're not actors. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like they can't act at all. Um, and not even like, I don't know. You can tell like, they're like, it's horrible. Hmm. It's like the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. Seen twice. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you got to watch something that's horrible to be like, okay, the stuff I like, that's good. It is good. This yeah. is bad. Uh, so when I'm reading this and I see that there's no character progression at all, mm-hmm. it's just Clark being Clark. He never, nothing changes him at all. He didn't go on that ship and see those people dead and be like, oh fuck. Like I could have saved them. He doesn't even talk about that. Like, he didn't hear that ship off the shore. He didn't hear those people being slaughtered. He didn't go, hey, should I say these people? Never even thinks about that. He just thinks about, I'm going to fucking stop this Oh, and the first time he uses his laser vision, within seconds, he's mastered it. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. He's just like, he's like using it, and then he's like, oh, it looks like I can aim this with however I want. <laughs> hey, there's no plot progression. <laughs> Shit just happens. Awesome. Like, there's no plot progression. Like, there's no reason why that terrorist ship was off there it just happens to be there yeah there's no reason the why there's no reason why there's mermaids they just happen to be there there's no reason clark has his superman suit that he's never <laughs> yeah. created in his backpack ready to put on doesn't so, his mom though give him the, that's the a blanket the i mean blanket the blanket is his cape yeah. the blanket but, but yeah he's the full fucking suit yeah. dude yeah. boots where'd you go belts. find the fucking blue leotard oh uh, well uh, i was out doing stuff outside <laughs> party <the> usa <laughs> and like a big reoccurring like the only thing in here that he struggled with was those fucking guys snoring in the barracks. He's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. It's the only thing he struggled You can't hear anything else but that. It's the only thing he couldn't defeat. He defeated the Kraken. He defeated uh, get those a terrorists. But the, the snoring, he was like, fuck, dude, I gotta get out of here. And it's like, what the fuck? Can't you, like, hear something way off in the distance and drown them out? So this, well, that's the one thing that, blo- I mean, I get this, like, I think what Garrett said, this book was meant to be a joke. It's not meant to be yeah. satisfying I, at all. You know all. what? I don't know. Because he does, everything is is done seriously. But the only other problem I have is that I can't believe, and I have an editorial, I can't believe that Romeo Jr. is like, yeah, this is the story I want to tell. I don't know. I feel this like This is one funny. I want to put my art on. But, I mean, so a lot of people well, think Frank, Frank Miller. Miller is great, which, I mean, he was great. His Sin, his Sin City stuff is amazing. Not all of it, though. The first four books are great. Yeah. I think, though, like, if you get a chance to work with a legend, you just want to do it. Yeah. To be like, I made a book of Frank Miller. Right. And people are like, oh, cool. But don't read it, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing is, like, reading this is like, oh, okay. I do know what's good in comics. I do know what I like in comics. And I do know that there are certain uh, elements of uh, a story that are necessary mm-hmm. that are not involved in this book. Yep. And so every once in a while I have to watch something that's horrible just so I can be like a palate cleanser. Be like, okay, right. I know I, I know what like I know what I'm <laughs> talking about. So uh, That's why I watched Spider Man three. You know what it was remember we did the commentary. I know. It no, wasn't horrible. Was not bad. No, we didn't do Spider Man three. I thought we did. No, we, we did Spider Man one. Oh, that's right. Superman 3 is not that bad. No, it's not as bad as Amazing the, any of the other two. From when he uh, 
starts getting all solely jazzy. Yeah, yeah the, all the Venom part. stuff is not good, but the rest no. is fine. Um, it's a little bit of a mess, but it's more of a mess of narration. But uh, anyway, hey, it trumps anything that's close to Amazing Spider-Man Two. So, which was done by Sony, right? Okay, yes, but Shit. so, but Amazing Spider-Man One was a great movie. I thought I want to see them uh, do a DC animation of this book, Year One, Jeez. dude. Just so I can see. Well, they are doing a year. They're doing a Year One story. It's called Superman: The Man of Tomorrow. <laughs> and that's the based on. One. Isn't that based on the Man of Tomorrow? Uh, loosely. They're just doing an original origin movie. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. I'm excited to read this. Let's, uh, blow past Let's that piece of shit. something good. Uh-oh. Criminal. Oh, me? Yeah, it's you. Criminal number seven. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sean Phillips, Jacob Phillips, and Ed Brubaker. Uh, we see here the story of... Ricky! Ricky and Leo... Uh, Ricky Lawless uh, Teague's son. Is this Leo, the Leo from Coward? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says that in my in my little description. Okay. Um. By the way, also Hoopla. Still, every single time the issue comes out, it's on Hoopla for free. Really? Yep. Criminal. Seven issues in a row. Wow. I don't even have to buy it. I just go to Hoopla and it's there. Damn. Day of. Hmm. So, uh, good on that. So, I mean, I probably should buy the. I'll probably the trades digitally that way I can have them all. But, um. Anyway, so we get that story of, and it kind of seems like the last issue when he met that girl, this is a story from Ricky's perspective, because that's the same girl, right? That's yep. what I thought. Okay. So it's a story about Ricky and how Ricky's growing up. He's not interested in the D&D anymore. Uh, doesn't care about it. And it's kind of acting out, but not really acting out in the sense that he doesn't have a good father. He knows that. But that he had a reliable, not good father. And now this girl's in his life. What's her name? Joy? It was Jane. Jane? Yeah, Jane. Was Jane. And Jane is changing him to be better. And now he doesn't know what to expect. But it's not necessarily like making him better. It's then Different. She's making him lie. I mean, they, they she's still making him lie. a fake version. Of yeah, say it's yeah. still a fake version. He's still not paying for a house that he can't afford. Mm-hmm. It's that he's trying to give this life to this girl that no one wants. And the only thing that she's doing for T is... Fucking his brains out yeah, all say, the time, banging every day, all and all that, that and all that day. Ricky can ever hear is moaning from her. And he was like uh, telling Leo in the afternoon all the time. He goes, "The afternoon? <laughs> I saw her naked one time." Um, so the, it's the issues about them hanging out, the kids, and how you see Ricky acting out because uh, he didn't know how to deal with this. So uh, we get where they go and buy the alcohol, and they ask the uh, bumps if they can go do it. Which, by the way, one of the bumps Leo recognizes. Who's that guy again? I couldn't remember. Was he from Juvie? Was he from a prison? Does he know Teague? I couldn't remember. Or did he own the house? Because that was the one thing I'm not, I don't remember. Because this is now in the past where we've been in the future before with Ricky as an adult. I should uh, have looked that up and see. Has that been in these last seven <laughs> issues or is this in the... Uh, it might be in one of the stories that we haven't the, read, that we haven't read ourselves. Dying in the Innocent, is that what's called? Whatever's that one, the one the wolf boy in the cover. What was that called? That was a it like the hands of kung fu. I think that was a Leo story when he was a kid. I don't know. Whatever. Hmm. Um, they get the alcohol. They're on the roof drinking it. There's cops down below arresting a guy, and they uh, cops see him up there and they say, "Hey, get off of the roof, you uh, shitheads!" And then uh, Ricky throws a brick through their window. <laughs> that was the one. 
That was the one thing that got me. So anyway, after they throw the break, they're running away, and he's calling, hey, pigs, and hey, fuck faces. Yeah. And they're running, they're jumping buildings. And these cops are going, we're going to find you and break your legs and beat your arms and break your necks. And yeah, they were definitely... Uh, I was like, well, these are not very good cops. Yeah, very aggressive cops. <laughs> I don't know. Were they arresting that guy, or were they just talking to him? Maybe they were back cops making a deal. Somebody com- like phoned in the police, and they were on that building, so yeah. that's what I assumed. So yeah, they're running, running, running. <clears throat> Jumping from building to building, and they finally get to the one where it's like 10 feet, and Ricky just jumps. And then when he's jumping, he said, I, I don't even know if I cared enough that if I was going to make it or not. I just wanted to jump. And Leah's like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. But I'm uh, going home. Ricky does make it, though. And so after that, Ricky goes to what's the new house? house. There Teague's was a the guy with the glasses. Oh, oh yeah. Teague's house. Oh, no, he does Probably go there goes, at first. He goes to Teague's and house. They're and they're having sex outside. again. Oh, yeah. He's and like, he goes I can over hear to his friend outside. Justin's house. So he's like, fuck this. I'm going to go over there. Daniel's house or something. He's from the second uh, criminal book. Lawless? No, the guy with glasses. The dungeon that, master. Yeah, but that's that Lawless is the second book. Or the second oh. issue of this. No, Lawless is the second book. Yep, with Trace. Well, that guy's the one that makes the fake IDs for Tracy. Yep. Uh, Tracy uh, so in this issue, yeah, it was the beginning that he was the dungeon master. And while Ricky's going to sleep, he goes, I wonder if his dad keeps his gun in the same place. So I don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to go kill Jade? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see how, like, in Teak Story, he's, like, got that crime gene. I didn't remember in Teak Story, did we see the end of him and Jane, or did it just end with them being together? No, he gets the eviction notice. Or gets, he calls Ricky, and Ricky tells him that we're being evicted. Oh, that's right. And that's when he comes home to save the kids. And that's when he first sees them. It's like, hey, we're going to move to a new house. He's like, oh, fuck. I forgot about my son. Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, maybe he kills Teak. Could be. But uh, Leo took the Leo takes the blame and coward. I haven't read well, that. Maybe say, he does for his friend, though. I was say, but who's to say that who's, uh, Ricky shows up with the gun in the future? You know, yeah, next Ricky's issue. got a gun. And Ricky's got a gun. He's going to shoot his dad. Well, his dad gets the best of him and starts beating on Ricky. And Leo shows up and shoots Teak in the back. Yeah. It might be uh, Leo out of uh, self-defense. It might be Ricky on accidents when he's Who trying knows? to kill Jane. Who knows? But it sounds like the next issue might be. The, Leo the might just Hadouken him and blow they his face off. In the letters call the end of issue 12 is the end of the arc. So Oh, really? So we so got we a got while. Yeah, we're, we're, he said we're not even halfway. You know, I, you know, something I enjoy about this series is that from issue one, they said, hey, we just want to start it as a monthly ongoing. And there's not really any plan to be like, to tell this amount of stories. I just want to have something that's ongoing where we can tell, have like this universe to tell stories. And so I feel like at least since issue seven, it's still a criminal that I like and uh, can go as long as it wants to because it can be about anything really. It yeah. can be new characters, recurring characters, part of the universe. I think it probably just wants, I, I want that dream that they have just making this book. So I want it to have 50, 60, 70, 80 issues of just stuff. Yeah. I mean, I wish, I wait. And not, actually, I like the way Jacob's doing it now. It's fine. But uh, I miss my Betty. I do. I do miss Brightwiser art. But maybe those three are working on something else. Fade away. Fade out too. Oh yeah, fade out too. Fade out those. Uh, I'd give this a ten. I really yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. It's really good. A uh, lot of good uh, panel work. A lot of good art in this issue, along with the story narration. There's a panel with uh, Ricky's face. It's like a full page, and there's a lot of narration. Ed Brubaker knows how to do narration. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never any narration where I'm like. This is not a good example, but in Superman year one, number two, uh, all the narration, I was like, fuck, I got to read all this shit. Yeah. But in Andrew Baker, like, I wanted to read it. And, and um, it flows really good. <clears throat> well, it adds good. to it when you read it. 
Uh, I would give this a ten. I was look, I was staring off at the the door, and I was like, oh, "Is there anything that I didn't care about in this issue?" And it just it no. Criminal is one of those books that there's never anything wrong with it. It's always good. Mm-hmm. Never disappointed. Uh, Alex, our next book is Guardians of the Galaxy number eight, eight. written by Donny Cates, art by Corey Smith. Uh, this is the first issue where we actually get a, a lot more Rocket. Mm-hmm. And Rocket's sitting down. And he's going to tell the story. Heather, is, I think it's Heather, right? Dragon Master, Dragonfly, or... Moon Dragon? Moon Dragon. I know. The green one. She wants She wants Rocket to team up. They need to go stop the evil church. And Rocket's like, look at me. I look like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to come help you guys. I've already done my life. I've already lived this shit. I was meant to be a service animal, raccoon, and I was with Kevix or whatever this guy's name was, and these robot fucks came and took me, and they did the shit to me, and they zapped me. I can't remember most of what they did to me, but this is what I am now. That was kind of cool. They fit in, like, Rocket's origin in there, like, because I've never seen that before. Um, but yeah, so he's a comfort animal at a... Old people's old home. people home, and then that old people home gets shut down, and then they experiment on all the animals that which, gave people comfort. Which kind of made me. Like, I mean, I'm glad that they only did a two page spread of it, and they didn't delve more of it, dive more into it because that was almost kind of hard to read. It was, but now here's the weird thing that confirms that Rocket was a, a raccoon. raccoon. So that part I don't know if I agree with, and plus Rocket. Wasn't born on Earth. No, so, well, he's a space raccoon still. Yeah, so that's weird. He's brown, not but gray. Not a lot of humans hang out in space in an old people home. But isn't he in a floating chair, like in Xavier's floating chair that he has? Oh, they're in wheelchairs. <clears throat> was it just regular wheelchair? Just regular wheelchair. Oh, okay, well, he's a rac- he's a space raccoon that was on Earth. Wasn't born on Earth. Went back to space. Had kidnapped by aliens. <laughs> brainwashed, <laughs> but remembers. Yeah. So whatever. Besides that p- fact. I did like Rocket in this issue. I, did. I think he's something that's been missing from this book, which is just kind of like that the oddball, the Lobo, the. But it's nice to see is Rocket not at Rocket's strength. Rocket's usually mm-hmm. a loudmouth, says shit he shouldn't be saying to anybody. This was a Rocket who has had better times. Right. And he tells you the story of, you know, I, I, we were on some rickety ship that I had stolen, had gotten for us, and I just started, I had a headache and I didn't feel good. I went to go rest. My hair's starting to fall out. I had gotten sick. All the stuff that they had done to me is now being reverted. Mm-hmm. And I'm going back to being a sickly raccoon. Which I did like that because you, if you guys remember what I was saying earlier about Rocket, like at the end of Infinity Wars, he was fine. Yeah. So that I, I'm glad they put that page in there like, well, you just got done with the Infinity Wars. And then I was like, thank nice God, because there's nothing that happened in that that explains what happened to Rocket. But I liked Groot. I, I, I think Groot had a, a good moment of... Rocket's feeling all down on himself, and Groot goes, "You are not the only one who this affects. You being sick, yeah. You're when you're dead, you're gone. It doesn't matter. But we're here when you're dead. When you're gone, what do we do? We feel mm-hmm. all this pain, and you're done. So don't come bitching to me about how you feel about it. And it's you know, it's one of those moments where it's nice that it's I am Groot isn't the only thing he says, right? Where he can he's pissed. Well, yeah, but then Rocket's also like." That's because I didn't want you to see me like yeah. this. I was embarrassed yeah. of what was happening. I'm dying, right. and I don't want I don't want you guys to see me this weekend. This, this was a very very strong issue for me. Mm-hmm. And so when they finally get him convinced, you're right. I will come help you. Uh, where are you going? Well, I got to get ready. Well, what are you going to do? 
goes over, opens up the garage, and here's a big two-story robot suit that he's going to wear, right. which is fine. I mean, I get he's sick. That's but a big I'm, giant weapon, so that's rocket. I mean, yeah, and you're right. I guess normally his gun is seven times his size, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But I was kind of hoping at least it would be a little bit small, like a rocket-sized yeah. Iron Man cool suit. Thing. That'd be sweet. But... Um, and then with uh, Star-Lord and his dad, um, they're on that Church of Truth. Everyone's brainwashed, except Star-Lord. Um, and so they go to this husk, which is another Adam Warlock clone. And I, he's like, these guys always try to bring back Adam Warlock. It always fails. They always get stopped. And the dad's like, whoa, we're not doing no, it that way this time. He's like, you guys do it every single time. I see him right here. And then he's like, look closer, son. And then out, there's a whole field of clones of Adam Warlock. Yeah. So there's going to be a mega fuck ton of Adam Warlock. So this, this is actually pretty exciting. Um, I was I was pleasantly surprised by this. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get just another phoned-in issue from Donny Cates. And not that Donny Cates is a bad writer, but it just seems we had reached past the six-issue uh, extent of his strength. Well, it turns out I was wrong. Mm-hmm. This was a very well-written, well-drawn issue. I do miss that Jeff Shaw art, though. Um, I would give it an eight. I think I'm going to give this one a nine. Mm-hmm. I actually... There was a lot of heartfelt. Yeah, so there, this, okay, I'll upgrade to a nine. This I one had agree. stakes for me. This one was heartfelt. I do really believe that Rocket could die. I know he won't. I think Rocket's one of those... You can't kill any of the five off. For permanent reasons, but mm. this was very, very strong for me. All right. Final issue of the night. We got Batman number 77, written by Tom King, with art by Michael Hanin. And Tony S. Daniel. And Tony S. Daniel. Um, Did you like it? Okay. I liked parts of it, but maybe not the parts that you guys are thinking I did. I liked the Hanin parts. I did not care. Which was with Robin, right? Yeah. So those are the parts I liked the whole issue. I thought Damien in this issue was amazing, which is surprising to me for how shitty the rest of the issue was. Like I have a lot of issues still with the in the, like the three, the one page scenes with Batman and Catwoman intermixed in the issue. I think it's just sudden and doesn't make any sense. Dark Knight rises. That's all I ever see when I see that issue. That those I mean, parts. it was that feeling. And then the reading at the restaurant. There, yeah, they're eating at that restaurant. But there's those scenes. If you took those out, this would be a great book. Yeah, nothing at Alfred. Get rid of that. Um, but yeah, what I really liked is Damien. You know, meets Gotham Girl um, on the on a rooftop, and Gotham Girl's like, "You idiot! Like I'm Gotham Girl. Like I saw you coming a mile, like miles away. Like, You're I, sneaking. Wasn't sneaky. Yeah, and he's like, I wasn't trying to be sneaky. I was trying to trap you. And she's like. What? <laughs> and then, my laser eyes burn you. <laughs> yeah, and so he got a uh, wand from someone that knows okay. Zatanna, obviously. Well, yeah. So did that happen in the Batman event or universe thing? There's the one that tied into this. I don't know. Is that have. when he got it? It could be because that makes me want to go get that issue just to read it to find out. There's I just something assumed that- he got it from Zatanna. Because he reads the magic backwards, or it's, what does it say? Ties that bind. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then it traps Gotham Girl on top of a on a building, and so that's Damien's chance. He goes down and starts beating the shit out of Scarecrow and uh, Zaz. Victor Zaz. Don't worry, Scarecrow. Scarecrow is a fair shot. Your dog won't mm-hmm. suffer for long. Um, and then and there's a scene. Zaz is like, I'm gonna put my 
your mark underneath my eyes so I can see it every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> he just fucking kicks him in the face. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I love Damien this issue. I thought, I mean, I'm... Him versus Thomas. He says, you're not my real grandpa. Right. That was probably the... That was, like, maybe the best scene, I think, of this entire issue was... Uh, their conversation. Their conversation. How Damien's, like, just bringing all the truths to light. Like, hey, man, you're insane. Like, you are not my grandpa. You're from... A different universe. That was uh, where you by a button. Yeah, Piece where you shit. let like, your yeah. wife become the Joker. Like you failed at Batman. You're Did not. The universe Batman. got destroyed over a button, and now yeah. you're here and acting like you're uh, top shit. Top shit. Yeah, <laughs> basically you failed at everything you've ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he gets kicked in the face a couple times. He gets yeah. stepped on. Yeah. Yeah. Demon gets beat up pretty bad. Um, Wakes up mm-hmm. in a room we later find out to be the Wayne Manor. Right. Um. And somebody's talking to him. And um, this city is for Bane. Bane uh, snaps out for his neck. RIP. Yeah. Thought that was horrible scene and segue altogether. No buildup. No explanation. I mean, it's just stupid. But I think that was meant to be. I mean, it wasn't meant to be this big, uh, amazing release. It was supposed to be one of those things that this is what Bane would do. He, I, I Like, the stakes were good. They lived up to what they told you you're going to do. One, uh, Alfred's not dead for very long. I know this is yeah. a hologram. This is, the thing is, I don't believe it. If this was really Alfred was dead, I would be like, holy shit, they just literally killed Alfred. But in New 52, they cut off his hand, and now he's got a robotic hand that's just fine. Well, I don't know if killing Alfred's supposed to propel Batman, propel the whole Bat family, but uh, I don't know. I just think that was just bad, bad storytelling. They don't need him anymore. They're changing the Batman mythos. He doesn't need Alfred anymore. Once he gets married to Catwoman. Yeah, he needs Cat, who he talks to every other page. I like the whole thing. Even, Dude, even their conversation. That is, that is just horrible. It's like a movie with no wipes. Like, it's just, or no transitions at all. Oh, I was confusing what wipes meant. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew what he, I knew what he meant, but it's not like, This is like going to the bathroom without toilet paper. No. All right, I believe that. And... Like the Damien story that went up throughout the whole comic, that was one cohesive story that was incredible. What and do you then mean? these little cut scenes. Yeah, they're, of, they're here's, nursing him back to health. She's singing while making soup. And then he's like, oh, oh, I'm awake. Uh, <laughs> I got to get back to Gotham. And then his motivation is, seems like a good place to die. <laughs> he's not like, like Nick he, 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 he doesn't go there to, uh, he's not doing it because Gotham's his city. He's not doing it because his family lives there and he wants to go save the people he loves. He's not doing it for the city he loves. He's like, that's where mom and dad die. It's a good place to die for me. Yeah, but I mean, it kind of <laughs> makes sense. But it kind of makes sense. For me. I mean, I agree. I don't like. I don't like those parts where he's talking to you. Cal- yeah, yeah that was oh, me. That hurt my fucking ears. Good. It's a big fucking fart. Make <laughs> <laughs> it longer winded too. <laughs> I did, I agree. I don't like the cat and bat conversation. That was not She's necessarily nursing them back me. mentally. How the guy wants to die. He smells soup. Guy, I'm out of a coma. The guy wants Is it chicken to die. noodle. The guy wants to die. She's taking a couple of days to make <laughs> him heal. Chicken. Mentally. At the end, she's like, We're, I'm going to take care of this. Bruce, what's the first thing you want since you woke up? Can we go get some coffee at a cafe? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's trying to nurse himself back up. <laughs> Can I have two extra shots, please? It's just you really, dumb. You really hate this issue. I'm mad. And like again, if you would have cut out the Bruce stuff... Catwoman, um, and it was all just the Damien beats. I think this would have been a ten out of ten, but because of that, I mean, it brought down the rating so, so much. So if Bruce and Catwoman weren't in it, the and they still pages. killed Alfred. Hmm? The three, the three pages. pages ruined it for me. It's just so sudden, and 
I get it. You're you want to keep Batman in this book. You're just mad the old man died. Alfred, I haven't even gotten to Alfred yet. This is just the Batman Catwoman stuff. So dumb. There's no redemption arc. There's no motivation for Batman to come back except I could die there. Like, cool. That's the Batman well, did I you know. remember? He was suicidal, so now... So now he's still suicidal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then the Alfred scene. So he's barely been in the last couple of arcs. So the audience literally has no mean? sentimental he's connection. He's been in the last couple issues. No, he was in that one where he was at the table with Thomas and Bane. That's the last time you saw him. That was two issues ago, boy. Yeah, but what what happens there? He serves Thomas food and then goes in the other room. Well, they talk about in the last issue, too, that he's... Uh, hostage. Yeah, they're like, you can't go in there because then they'll kill him. Yeah, he's being held hostage, but there's no emotional connection for that family or the audience that when they snap his neck, it's like, oh, shit. But it wasn't like... There was no emotional beats. There was no... I cried. Whatever. Did you really? No. no. I was like... It was a surprise for me, and it was nice to see that he didn't break his back. But um, I would give this, all the Damien and Thomas Wayne stuff, I'd give that actually, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. But for the issue as a whole, uh, it goes down, it's a 5 out of 10. Ouch. Because those four to five pages of dog shit ruined it. And yeah, I will never ever believe Batman's motivation to go fight a bad guy is... I could die next to my parents' grave. That sounds good. What do you mean? <laughs> In Dark Knight Rises, it's the only reason why he fights Bane. No, he. No, it is not. He goes back because he wants to protect and fight for the city he loves. He doesn't go back. He's like, my mom and dad died there. I'm gonna go. I want to go there and die because that's where my. But parents Alfred tells died. him. He goes, "Hey, if you go back, you're gonna die." He goes, "Might be a good place to die." He never says that. <laughs> uh, next issue of uh, Batman is uh, interlude. Oh, great. Because that's know. what we need is another fucking interlude. I mean, how many? And another secret files. And in the guess what? Guys, guess what's coming in October? And we just had one two months ago, but Batman Annual number four is coming out in October. So go fuck yourself, Tom King, because we see right through. You've had two secret files. We, well, you say the, two, keep saying this we shit. This is you, baby. Fine, I me. love this issue. I'm, you can love this issue. This series the is The next crap. cover is kind of weird, though. What do you Look love about this? It's kind of weird, right? Jesus Christ. I'm just, I I'm just surprised Batman's not a little bit more to the left <laughs> and pointing right at her. <laughs> Give her a spanking. This is just it's good. I, uh, what, what, what's so, what was so strong for you? I know what was weak for you. What was so strong for you? Because the thing that has been broken with Batman is men- his mentality, right? He's ready to give up. He's ready to just go back there. He doesn't have a plan. He just wants to go back there and die. And Catwoman realizes, like, no, you can't go back yet. You're not ready to go back yet. So she spends time making him realize, like, you have to go back, and here's what you're going to be missing. Like, make them be like, hey, you need me to do this. And that's why at the end, she's like, let's go take it back to our city. It's not about his selfish needs. It's like, let's do this together. My way, though. Like, the one thing, she wants to do it her way, which is, we're going to get bloody. Well, he tried his way, and he lost. (laughs) Well, it's not the first time Bruce has lost. He's lost a lot in this one. This whole series, he loses a lot. I wonder who the next creative team will be. Probably Bendis. Probably shit down his pants. <laughs> we, need, we need saving on this one. Uh, I don't. I don't know. See, my thing is, there's. I'm in between. There's things I actually did enjoy. Strong nine for me. Strong nine. I liked. I liked the the Damien stuff. Talking to Thomas was great. 
I I would have liked a little more suspense in the death of Alfred. It just seems so nonchalant, which is maybe that was meant it's to be. A, it's a page turner, baby. You but don't the, see it coming. Like the whole thing, and the only thing that really yeah, got me you though, seen him forever, is that Alfred <laughs> is talking to Bane. So Thomas is telling uh, Bane, you know, Master, I'm sorry this has happened. And then you get. Oh, he's trying um, to say like Master Damien. He's trying to talk to Damien while Bane's explaining why he has to kill. No, him. it's Thomas talking to him. What? So, so Alfred. You, so Alfred Thomas is, doesn't call Bane Master, doesn't he? Isn't no, it? it's only Bane and Alfred in that scene. There's no Thomas there. Yeah, he's in there. He's Where behind he's Damien. behind him. Show me. Thomas is behind did Damien. You read this? I did. Is Thomas behind Bane? Prove no, it. he's behind Damien talking to yeah, him. Yeah, behind Damien. So he's behind Damien saying, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, Master, this has happened. But I thought that was Alfred stuttering going, Master. No, he's he's the bubbly ones on the left. Like if the word bubbles are weird. And he goes, I don't want to, you know, do what you have to do, but don't do it in front of the kid. And Bane's like, yeah, fuck that shit. We're doing this in front of the kid. Crunch. And now we don't need Alfred, because guess what? We got ourselves a new bitch, a new mm-hmm. hostage. So Meanwhile, the tagline for this issue was the new Batman and Robin, and then you don't, you, like, they don't even work together. Well, the Robin's a piece of shit. Oh, it is a new Batman and Robin. Not anymore. Holy shit. Doesn't mean they work together. They're going to brainwash him. Because now they're both together, because he's, he's his captor. So. Mm. Well. What did you give it? I gave it a five. So. Alex? Oh, those three pages were shit. Uh, <laughs> I give a seven. I have things I enjoyed. Strong nine. It's almost I'm ready a ten. for the whoopee cushion to deflate so I can get a good Batman story. Good. I just I'm excited for when Bruce does show up, and I realize when that Bruce shows up, he'll probably have the knife semi ready to do this. Let's let's see who can die first, Bane or him. It's gonna be Bruce. Um, well, here that's the thing. Though. But Batman more- never commits to anything in this entire series. I'm gonna get married. No, I'm not. I'm going to kill myself. He was going to no, get married. He wasn't she get left. married. She left him. But it never happened. You know, she the, left. The one she thing jumped he, off a roof. So did he. <laughs> Can't marry uh, nobody who's not there. The only thing that he was... jumped at the same time she did. ...was committed was the Lee Weeks three-issue run with uh, Mr. Freeze. Because there's something different from this But the one thing story. is that that build-up was so good that I thought that's what we are going to continue to get. Anyway, I'm excited for when Bruce shows up into this uh, final fight. And he gets to beat the shit out of the cops who are actually the bad guys. He's going to have a new weapon called the Bat Shovel. And he's going to dig himself a grave and be like, I'll die right here. Right next to my folks because they died here. <laughs> you know what? That would be legit. <laughs> the, the Bat Spade. Yeah, don't worry. It folds out. <laughs> it's not just a fucking shovel that's existing. Batman number 77, uh, Guards of the Galaxy number 8. Is that right? <laughs> it folds out. <laughs> Criminal number seven. He has Tim's uh, powers of X number three. <laughs> My fair lady is that what it's called? Yeah, fair lady. Fair number lady five. five. And um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> what was the last book? Uh, I already missed Superman all the- year one number two. Huh? Superman year one number. Oh two. yeah, <laughs> this is a piece of shit. There you go. Your comic books, the books Aquaman that came out this week. Uh, go and pick them up if you uh, would like. <laughs> Um, that you know what really stings is that fucking book is eight bucks, dude. That is the worst part. If it was like five bucks, I would feel better about getting it. But I thought you got a discount. Like not, I mean, no, not that much. Oh, like twenty, I think. Okay. Fifteen, one five. I thought oh, these are fifty. No, like one five. five. I get fifty because I'm amazing. Well, 
Enjoy. Okay. By the way, I think the heat is getting to me here. Yeah. Is it? Is that the highest setting? Yeah, baby. It's not even blowing. I mean, that's uh, why I can't feel it. Here we go. We got a little quick segment here. We're going to talk about some news from the uh, recent um, D23 and uh, something else I want to talk about, but we'll talk about D23 first. So they announced uh, some new shows and stuff, and so uh, we're talk about them. I can find the fucking thing here. Oh, there's nothing. Okay. Open up the wrong one here. So She-Hulk is going to be series. Moon Knight. Super excited. Miss Marvel. They're going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they announced those. What do you guys think about that? I'm pumped. Moon Knight I think, sounds great. Yeah, if we can have, because uh, I know we have to wait till 2021, till uh, Marvel gets the streaming license for Daredevil back. So it'll be cool to have Moon Knight as like a street-level hero. And then how cool would it be, like, season two, you introduce Marvel Daredevil. That'd be cool. Kind of in there. Um, She-Hulk, also very excited. Um, I hope that... Uh, I'm very curious who they pick to play, like, She-Hulk, or what character character it will be. Um, it's version. supposed to be his cousin. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we've never seen this character before, so is Mark Ruffalo going to make an appearance in that show? Be like... Yo, cuz. Hey. <laughs> want some gamma? <laughs> you want some gamma? <laughs> and then uh, Miss Marvel's the other one. Yes. Uh, I really never liked her in the comics, so I don't know. I'm not that excited about that one. She I like be it. okay. I like that it was good. She's a street-level young kid. She'll take over for Spider-Man now that he's gone. She can go through, uh, through, through the arms. Mar- uh, Marvel's What If, they showed a brief trailer. Uh, they did? Did they, they didn't release one, though. I don't think so, no. Oh, I'm so um, excited for the that what one. if is like it shows Steve Rogers piloting a mech suit, so I'm assuming it's gonna be what if Steve Rogers was Iron Man. Well, it, you know what the premise is? It's gonna be twenty three episodes in season one, one episode for each movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. What if Steve Rogers was Iron Man? Probably something like that. I don't know. Mm. WandaVision uh is going to they release a poster for that. Did you see that? I didn't see the poster for it, no. It's uh, Vision and Wanda sitting on a couch watching TV, and they look normal. Is it and supposed to be like... Their shadows in the background look like uh, their costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like them trying to be normal people and live a normal life. Mm-hmm. It's called Wanda Vision, and you can see like slight red outlines around stuff, so that like Wanda's changing this. So, And the premise is that they released the premise was Wanda recreates reality to what it would be like if her and uh, Vision got to live a happy life. So I think that's eight eight uh, episodes. And so it's getting into Wanda's powers where she can um, warp reality, which Damn. we all know that she did in House of M when she said no more mutants and she got rid of the mutants. So a lot of people are speculating because that series comes out and then we have Doctor Strange in the House of Madness. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, Scarlet, which is supposed to be a big part of that movie. And so since they have stated in the past that these movies are now going to lead into the series and the series will lead into the movies story-wise, that the House of Madness, if you uh, change the titles, the House of M, so it might be leading into... X-Men. X-Men, so... <clears throat> Damn. Instead yeah. of getting rid of them, it'll Should be bringing them, them in. Uh, Lizzie McGuire's coming back. Yeah! <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Lady in the Tramp trailer was showed. Mm-hmm. Alex, you excited for that? It's coming no. out November twelfth on Disney Plus. It's they have Disney Plus movies that are going to be like 
uh, that's they, they debut on Disney Plus, mm. and that's one of them. Lady on and the, the Tramp. Yeah, relating. No, no, it's not coming out in theaters. It's just coming out in the. No, I mean, like, because doesn't the whole <laughs> app launch November twelfth? Yeah, that movie's gonna be out right away. So really, God, if what, you guys, the amount of TV that humans are gonna watch because of this app is gonna be insane. Uh, you're not excited for Lady and Tramp? You don't like no, that story? I didn't really care for that one. My only thing is that you get all these live action movies other than maybe Lion King where they don't really carry on to what they could have been. They kind of phone it all back. You really know, you know what I never liked about that? The cartoon? Huh. That Tramp is like three times the size of that lady. And then they have kids. He just lays down. <laughs> okay. They do it. I think he took they lay it down. You get a little pasta in you and you can't control yourself. Um, a lot of Star Wars news. Uh, Obi-Wan series. Uh, is coming with Ewan McGregor. Yes, they showed the Mandalorian uh, trailer, which looks freaking great. Yeah, it does. It's got uh, what's his face from uh, Breaking Bad, uh, Gus Gustavo. Oh yeah, this. I actually have a question. I don't, you didn't watch the trailer, Alex, because you obviously don't care. But uh, it's that's correct. Uh, Garrett, uh, did you watch the trailer? Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where he shoots a guy and then closes the door quick, and the guy gets chopped in half. Which they have stated over and over again that Disney Plus is supposed to be family friendly, which that doesn't seem so family friendly to me. And now they announced Moon Knight, which yeah. isn't really family friendly. So I wonder if they've taken a step back and be like, well, PG 13. I wonder. So I wonder if they're going to have like child settings like Netflix does, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, like it, that always would have made sense. Be like, they could be everything and then you can just have child prote- uh, parental controls. Right. Like I never understood why they were like, this whole thing's going to be family friendly be like oh you can lock it down but i guess you know the star wars movies there's deaths there's murder scenes and like you're you know there's seven-year-old kids going to see that movie. i guess but so moon knight doesn't make sense to me then yeah moon knight uh depends on what they do with them though just because they announced it doesn't mean necessarily going to be on disney plus it could be part of that hulu content i think they announced it for disney plus it says at the bottom a disney plus series it is gonna yes it's a disney plus series but they said all the adult content is going on hulu but it depends on what style of Moon Knight you do? How crazy do you make him? How violent do you make it? I mean, you're going to bring Daredevil on there. He's the violent fighter. But yeah. as long as you don't bust everyone's nose and there's not blood everywhere, right. you should be fine. Uh, if he doesn't throw his moon orangs in someone's eyes, it'll be fine. Clone Wars getting another series, another season, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Cassian Ador is getting a series with uh, KS, K2SO. It's going to be the uh, prequel to Rebel 1. Rogue One. Rogue One. Excuse me. Let's uh, you. We got the poster for Black Widow and for we did. Uh, and Winter they, Soldier. They showed a little Falcon. bit. Yeah, we did. And they showed a little bit of footage from Black Widow. It wasn't released officially, but I saw a little bit of it. It looks good. Yeah. Nice action. It reminds me a lot of Winter Soldier kind of action. So the one question I have is, this is going to be a prequel, right? Yes. What is? It takes place Mo- after Black Civil Widow? War. Okay. Yep. So she goes back to Russia to do something. And so then at the end of this movie... We're going to get the release that she didn't actually die, that she's back. Nah, she's world. dead, boy. That would be pretty cool. Pretty she's coming back. Nah, like when, when uh, Ghost... see your new suit? Like when Ghost Camp broke her neck with the shield, she's back. That's why I still think, even though I know that Chris Evans doesn't want to touch Marvel for a while, I still feel like he's going to make a cameo in the uh, uh, Bucky the and Falcon show. You know what's strange is that Doctor. In the uh, Black Widow, they showed that she has a new costume. It's like white. But if it's uh, between Civil War and the next movies, then she never wears it again. Well, 
but I saw on the poster a black suit with like yeah. a gold. Belt. Yeah, I know they showed off like a white oh, suit okay. like afterwards. So. Maybe she wears it for different scenarios. Hmm. Like maybe, maybe, maybe there's maybe a winter we'll scene. We'll yeah. She's got a mech suit that, or not mech suit, but a transmog suit. Stealth. Um, uh, they announced also. I mean, this wasn't a part of D23, but uh, the Suicide Squad announced Nathan Fillion is going to be joined, and Steve Agee as the voice of King Shark. Hell yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion's role is has been announced. They just announced that he's part of the crew. So, um, which would be to go back to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But <clears throat> Anthony Mackie was in an interview and he said he will not be Captain America. He'll still be the Falcon moniker in that show. Yeah, he just has the shield. So, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna be Captain Falcon, bro. Uh, do some Falcon punches. The Nathan Fillion has worked with James Gunn in the past on Slither and some other movies. Uh, so it's not like. That's totally brand new for them, but it's nice to see him part of that crew. I'm not sure who he'll be. So um, we don't actually know he's going to be King Shark. No, right. Steve Agee is going to voice King Shark. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Nathan uh, Fillion. When I read it today. Nathan Fillion just casted. Okay. But we don't know what he's going to be in the show. Okay. So he could be when a I hero s- or he could be... When I, I read our messages today, I thought it was Nathan Fillion going to be in, back to as back. King Shark. Because I, I only saw the last I one. I did post him back Fuck back. yeah. But I thought, why did he be King Shark? That's I bet God. he's like Polka Dot Man or something. That'd be fine. Who knows? What? Oh yeah, he's I want him to be Zebra Man. Zebra Man. Yeah, another Batman come that no one gives a shit. What about, about uh, Condiment Man? <clears throat> Holy shit, that'd be awesome. He would be the best. Get those um, squirt guns with mustard and ketchup. Also, they released some Star Wars footage that's got people rolling. That. Oh, also, um, I think that actually this is what we were originally going to talk about for free talk, and I just forgot about it. I feel like the instant I started the show. Uh, they also announced that they want to release stuff weekly and not like binge style. They're not going to release it all at once. They're going to release it week by week until it's over. Um, which I was thinking about today because I was thinking about it. it was like I have noticed. Uh, speaking of Alex, like right, uh, Stranger Th- Stranger Things season three is out. I've seen it. Have you seen it? Yep. And you haven't seen it yet. The, the weird thing is, is that like, like the week it comes out. You either expect it to watch it and then talk about it, but then also it's very weird because you never know who watched it yet, right? So I just say it out loud and it's like, I haven't seen it yet. And I'm like, oh, fucking now I know the end and he hasn't know yet. But it was like also like, what, a month afterwards? Yeah. And it's, but if this releases weekly, then at least it could be like, okay, this week's episode, have you seen it yet? Have mm-hmm. you seen this week's episode? And then he actually has time to catch up. And for people that are behind, well, by the time they catch up, they get to watch the whole series. The whole I kind of miss that. that. I mean, that's the TV I grew up with, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it might be a nostalgia thing. It might be something that newer people, I mean, younger people maybe don't agree with. But I grew up with TV that came out every week. Mm-hmm. And I did like, like, I grew up in a world where, like, I watched Lost from episode one week to week. And there were so many podcasts, so many things on the internet where you have to try to figure out what's going on and, like, talk about it. And like I would talk about it with everybody, we would have theories and stuff what's going on and what we expected. It doesn't happen anymore because people, when they release series, do a binge thing, like the uh, Chernobyl show on HBO. I heard more people talking about that show than Stranger Things, just because Stranger Things, it's like it happened that week and that was it, right? And there was like memes and there were like there's like like um, uh, a certain song that's in it, and that was like on the internet, like as a thing people saw, and that was it. It goes away. Whereas Chernobyl was like five or six episodes, and I heard about that show for a good like month and a half. Uh, and like when you have shows like Game of Thrones, right, you hear about it so much, and it's like part of the culture. Meanwhile, Stranger Things, I feel like even though yes, it's big, 
I don't hear about it that much. Only when it comes out, and then that's it. Then mm-hmm. it goes away. So I do like that. It's going to keep it in the public culture. We'll have these shows kind of back where we can talk about it on the show, like week to week. Like, did you see this week's episode? Rather and than be cool like, that, to like, catch the, up with this. the new content, we'll do it that way because I was telling Marvin and Alex that before the show that it's kind of like DC Universe. They have always an existing show creating new content. So each week there's a new show. And so there's never gaps in programming, but it, it's just different shows. So we had like 10 weeks of Swamp Thing, then it morphed into currently Young Justice Season 3, and then it's going to morph into Titan Season 2. and like Which I think, for me at least, like, I, I don't know, I've never been diagnosed, but I feel like I have ADHD. Um, so things on Netflix, if I see like, oh, the new season's out, and even though it's a show I'm interested in, I never click it because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to watch these episodes, like all today. Right. Yeah. But you don't have to. But in my mind, it doesn't make sense. So I need somebody to regulate that for me. So <laughs> it's good that it's coming out that way. But if you watch a show late, you have to. You can just stream it anyways, all of it. That's true, too. If you want it that way, you just wait. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't, and you go, hey, it's not fair, well, then watch week to week. So You've done be, that before with comics where you've waited for the whole run to come yeah, out and then you read and that's, it. So. I mean, probably like Martian Manhunter and other things like that. I normally do try to do it. If I'm the only one reading it, no one else cares. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I'm more interested to do the single episode a week just for the fact that I could stay caught up on a show. And here's the thing. And Marvel can't spoil it. Here's also the thing. Um, you're getting Disney Plus? I think I'm going to. Hey, question then. But I'm not going to get the Hulu part of it. No, no, just Disney Plus. Um, do you want to watch Mandalorian? Week to week. <laughs> you can have the service anyways. You might as well. Just watch the first episode. See if you like it or not. Guys, this is shit. I hate this. <laughs> they said Boba Fett will not be in it. Uh, yeah, what? Django's going to be in it? Or is this a different Mandalorian? It's a different Mandalorian. Yeah. What's it takes name? place after Return of the Dick Day. Dick of Fett? So. In the trailer, they show him they, he puts a bunch of people on Kryptonite. Oh, not Kryptonite. Uh, <laughs> Carbonite. Carbonite. Uh, Kryptonite is the thing that Superman year one does not know about because he's obviously so fucking good. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he probably looks at this green rock. Shit. Breaks it. I don't know. I, maybe they're they're being good about this propaganda thing, but Disney, as we spoke about earlier, the uh, the uh, Galactus of uh, entertainment, uh, the man, the world eaters, um, eating all these worlds up and now they have them all in one place and like they can be like, oh, here's superheroes for you. Here's Star Wars. There's a new Muppet show. I fucking love Muppets, dude. <laughs> There's a new Muppet show coming out, plus all the movies that they have. And these all like, oh, you grew up with Lizzie McGuire? Here you go. Fuck that. That's right there. All the Disney Channel original movies get bring. Wait, does that mean that the Spider-Man animated series will not be on there because Spider-Man's owned by Sony? Yeah. You are correct, sir. I have no reason to get this shit anymore. But the Spider-Man that's on Disney XD, that Ultimate. should be on there. And, oh, they also announced the new Spider-Man show that's going to be on Disney Junior. That's not for two years, though. I saw that news. I was like, fuck. So Sony only son. owns the rights to movie. Yeah, yeah. And Spider-Man. video game. And video Because I heard Insomni- uh, Insomniac just got bought by Sony. It's going to be shit. <laughs> um, but the cartoon. So actually, that cartoon might be on there. The original? Could yeah. be. From the 90s? That was X-Men. on Fox when it came out. Yeah. Oh, well, they own Fox. So there you go. Oh, Perfect. There's a chance. Oh, The Simpsons is going to be on Disney Plus. The whole thing. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Which also, I didn't think also that's Also like, not a kid appropriate yeah, show. Yeah, so uh, mm. the whole thing's weird. You think they would put that on Hulu? Yeah. I don't know what the Hulu thing is then. I think they just bought them to be like, hey. Are they going to have like Hulu and there's a Disney Plus portal in Hulu that's like only Disney Plus content? Well, I mean, that they're going to have those two to get bundled together and then ESPN Plus. You would think that they would have one app that would be like, has everything. Yeah. That way you download it all. And that, way, that way, if you don't have it, it could be like, hey, check the Chiddler apps, guys. 
Like you could see the other content and be, and be like, oh, this is on Hulu Plus. And they'd be like, okay, go fuck yourself. Why wouldn't they have, if they got like Disney Plus, why wouldn't they call on like Disney Max or something that's like adults or Disney? Well, HBO's doing that. You can't steal that name. I know. HBO and their new Warner Brothers thing is called HBO Max. So, Anyways, I'm going to watch uh, Lady and the Tramp. So that's all I know. So November 12th. Good, there's some good voices doing that. I can't remember the actor and actress. Um, Vin Diesel as the Tramp. <laughs> is and, it really? Uh, I am Tramp. Yeah. You want some of this fucking spaghetti? Or? Oh, that's Stallone. <laughs> that's Stallone so is the Tramp. And then Lady is uh, um, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh. You want some of this fucking spaghetti? Or what are we doing here? I like noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I never like Ladies of Tramp, so I'm not going to watch it. I like Noodle. But my son likes dogs, so I might have to watch it. I don't think you have to watch that one. Hey, you're paying for the service. Why not watch it? I know. That's what I'm saying. First movie ever released. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if I have it, I might as well. I mean, you've watched shittier movies than that. So I'll tell you what. I'll watch Lady and the Tramp if you watch The Mandalorian. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a deal. I like how I'm acting like he wants me to watch Lady and the Tramp. No, how about this? He watches Lady and the Tramp. You watch Lizzie McGuire. Ooh. I've already watched Lizzie McGuire before. The new show that's coming out. Oh, it's a new one. It's, not, it's, it's a new, new one. They're not they're thirty years not old. Putting old stuff. They're on. gonna have the old one and the new. Yeah. One. Is she coming back onto it? Yeah, yeah. She's the main actor. She's selling me uh, meals by mail. Oh, guys, can you? I there better be fucking even Stevens on that app. Of course there is. The above. Oh, even Stevens movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Hey, Charlotte's a good actor. Just do it. I think right now he's in rehab, but he'll be back. Of course. Wednesday Kid Comics, friendly. 605 at gmail.com. Let me know if you can watch Lady in the Tramp. Maybe we can talk about it on the podcast. That's comic book related, right? Sure. I doubt it, but sure. At Alex Estrello. I mean, when Superman Year One, Number Two has nothing to do with Superman mythology. <laughs> at Sherrod2198, at Marvin underscore Saguero, at Wednesday Comics overall. Uh, tweet at Alex. Tell him, he wants to, uh, tell him to watch The Mandalorian. Shit. Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics podcast. Why would I watch that? You know, my throat's Bounty been hurting. Hunters. My throat's been hurting for like three days and uh hurts so much right. Her Nathan Fillion's in it too. Boom. Yeah, he's Watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> you know what if he you know okay, if Nathan Fillion, what's like when you guys got me talked into last week to go see the movie with you guys? He doesn't talk, they just do motion capture. I don't him. care. <laughs> no, it's um what's his face from Game of Thrones, right? No, Nathan Fillion. So Alex he's will watch me, it. He's trying to get me convinced well, to watch it. I mean this. he's in it, Nathan Fillion, but also this guy. What, as Wonder Man? Um, uh, you see, oh, they'll still really need to watch the rookie. Catch up on season one. They're doing oh, the show. Two's coming the sh- out. I was thinking the rookie so with Dennis Quaid. They also released the poster for the Last Jedi. I saw nope. that. <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Sorry. Is that Rise of the Skywalker? The old man Obsidian and oh, it's man. Palpatine. Holy fuck, dude! Uh, in front of Rey. And Get Kyle cultured, Blade. you motherfucker. What? Get what? Roots of the Swamp Thing dot com. Different source for all things Swamp Thing. As uh, Garot said over here, uh, that series is out on DC Universe, so watch that. Uh, DC World Swampy. Facebook.com slash DC. I hope Roots to the Swamp Thing. He has a new uh, uh, Holland Files coming out, and he's asking for contributors, so go to the website RootsOfTheSwampThing.com if you have anything to contribute to the world of the swamp. We have a book club. Wednesday Comics, League of Extraordinary Gentle People, proudly presents Captain America, Winter Soldier, Ultimate Collection. 
Written, oh, I got to tell you, the first issues, 1 through 9 and 11 through 14, because 10 was shit. That's right. Steve Epstein, Mike Perkins, Michael Larkin, John Paul Leon, and Ed Brubaker is writing. This will be spectacular. Uh, you always hear me loving uh, Winter Soldier. Time to read it. There we go. Uh, 605-215-1849 is the voicemail line, but also Anchor FM.FM and the Anchor app. You can send us a voicemail that way also. And uh, make sure to subscribe to the show. Stitcher Radio, uh, iTunes, and uh, excuse me, Anchor. <laughs> Sorry, I just was like, oh, let me check and see, fucking Spotify. These motherfuckers that they were like, hey, your podcast is uh, doing well, and I'm like, well, it's not on there, boys. <laughs> Do you remember when when Key and Peel are in that? That's no, not on their skit, show. and like <laughs> Peel's like dripping in sweat. It's like me right now. I'm just like. <laughs> All Kevin right. Smith, this, I'm almost having flashbacks to the time when it was so fucking hot and all we do is laugh like 10 minutes at nothing. Find us on YouTube. Watch these guys talk about comic books. You know what? Let's do a Lady of the Tramp uh, commentary. It's right by Thanksgiving. We can do it. No. That's still Let us know what you, you actually have to make a spaghetti. Actually, actually, I'm this, not sharing this, is, this is legit. <laughs> we this, don't is, just share this is legit, guys. This is legit. Uh,. Around Thanksgiving, we usually drop a uh, out of <laughs> normal episode. That's like a special episode. Uh, we can do a commentary. Listen, what movie you want us to watch? We'll watch any movie, any movie, any Disney movie. Uh, no, I had any. Yeah, don't we? Want, oh, okay, any, well, anything, we're talking about it. Anything that'll be in Disney Plus, we'll watch it. And yes, even Stevens would be good. Brink, Horse Sense. We'll even watch Lady in the Tramp Part Two, the animated one instead. That was not too bad. But you won't watch live action? No. Cause yeah, because the dogs are going to be talking. It's going to be like Airbud over there. Airbuds? Airbud. Oh, dude. going to cry. Airbuddies? We can watch Airbuddies. There's, There's like 12 in that franchise. That first one was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, with uh, when he's like, I don't want you anymore. Yeah. Oh, you fucking dick. Actually, the hardest part for me is that, that coach throwing the balls at that kid. Oh. I just want to be the friend that goes in there and breaks that coach's arm. I want to be the coach. Throwing the balls at kids. <laughs> So I throw it at you <laughs> in the dick. You know, if Alex, that after you me down with if Alex didn't have a family, he would be the puncher. If like you like, he would need a family first, and then have them taken away to be the puncher. <laughs> but no, I know he doesn't even need that. He's got the motivation already. That's I'm just true. saying, hatred. He's just like, oh, I can't accidentally die from this world because I don't want to leave a family behind. So if he didn't have any of that, this would be the puncher. You know, in the dark night when uh, Rachel's like telling uh, Harvey Dent, like Bruce's apartment is the safest place in Gotham right now. That's like if zombie apocalypse happens, like go to Alex's house. He's got weapons. No, because once you walk in the door, he's gonna think somebody's breaking in. He'll shoot you dead. <laughs> zombie. <laughs> before text, before the cell towers go out, Alex coming over <laughs> makes room. Garrett, hopefully, you're, hopefully you're, this is you at the door. No. Alex, it's me. Are you sure? Just write a message on a brick and threw it through as well. Oh, there's window. Oh, Garrett's here. That's good. <laughs> Admit your brother's better than you. Never. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, um, some good books this week. Uh, Superman Year One. Fantastic. Mm. Batman 77. Cream of the Crop. Guardians 8. Yeah. Like, well, dookies. <laughs> 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 Had a late, uh, late planning season, if that's what you mean. I hope they one day. You know, if I ever uh, make something of myself. Mm-hmm. And stop being a fucking hermit. I'm gonna go out there and make Superman. And then I'm gonna think say, "Hey, Mario, you make Superman." Movie? Say, "Yeah." And little did they know, we got to recreate this fucking script. 
With mermaids. <laughs> mermaids. <laughs> with so I'm going to sell them. Walk in and be like, what if Superman fucked a mermaid, guys? They'd be like, this is what we've been missing. This is why we've never gotten off the ground uh, because Superman is out there doing normal shit. With, Ni- with Nicolas Cage, that's who I want you to have as your actor of choice. You didn't have to ask. I know. That was who it was going to be. Of course. The shoe in. He would actually, you know what? I could see him being the best actor for that shit ass movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd be underground being like, directed by they, Marvin Salguero. Executive producer Joel Schumacher. <laughs> the ocean quaked with Nick Cage's thighs. They rocked the seabed floor. <laughs> you know how they uh, CGI'd Henry Cavill's mustache off? I'm going to put hair on top of Nick Cage's head. So. <laughs> Don't worry, that curl will be there. For what's a comics, I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. Garrett. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Keep turning those pages. <laughs> <laughs>